just embrace what we have out there and just be grateful. Just show your wares now. It's time for us to show that we're really good real estate agents and, you know, stop listening to all the negative people saying, oh, I had one out of 12 auctions sold at the moment. Like all that crap that's going on, just turn it off. It's a very simplistic equation out there. The sky is not falling down, guys. You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. To get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast, visit joineliteagent.com. And for more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier on your clients, visit connectnow.com.au. Here is your host, Samantha McLean. Hey, hey everyone, it's Sam here. As the saying goes, always be learning and the real estate industry offers so many opportunities for growth and development through events. Two recent ones have included Elite Retreat, which was our event, and also Ray White's biggest ever Connect conference, which I was lucky enough to go to as well. My guest today attended both of these events in the space of pretty much a week along with me and managed to find the time despite having three growing real estate agencies and a law firm to come and chat to us today about some of the major takeaways. So welcome back to the show, Avi Khan. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. So you and I have seen a fair bit of each other recently at these events, and it's always great to chat with you. Um, and we'll get into some of your favorite takeaways from both Elite Retreat and from Connect in a couple of minutes. But I just want to just sort of first do a bit of a roundup because you've been doing a lot of things with your business. Your business is always growing and expanding. And recently you were named in the top three Ray White offices in Queensland. So congratulations. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. I appreciate it. How did that win feel? Honestly, it just um, blew us away because we've only been open for about four and a half years and um, we've managed to split our business into two twice. So the, the railway miles that we opened, we opened another business, some of the agents left there, then we opened railway Daisy Hill. So it was, it was really cool to you know be recognized top three and um, amongst so, so many great performers as well in, our, in the railway Queensland network. So um, it felt great and the team really enjoyed themselves as well. It's been it's been a very well-worn experience for us, but it's been a great one as well. You recently re- rebranded, sorry, to Ray White AKG. That was a mouthful, rebranded to Ray White <laughs> AKG, yeah. Yes. Um, so tell us a little bit about, about that. I think it just it came from Ray White Queensland, actually. It's not something that we asked for, but um, they sort of recognised that our profile was getting to the stage that we were um, attracting agents from different areas and, and we needed to brand something that allowed us to list and sell anywhere we wanted to. Um, so it's it's a top, Ray White AKG encompasses Ray White Marsden and Ray White Daisy Hill and our Ray White AKG commercial. So it gives us more more emphasis to do things and help clients across the spectrum. Um, a lot of our sellers and buyers are from Sydney as well. So not having a suburb specific name really works for us. And um, yeah, it's something that the staff have embraced more than I have. Um, I was kind of reluctant to name something after me because I just, it was anti what I was trying to build, but it kind of taken a life of its own now where everyone's using it without my, even me encouraging them to use it. So it's been exciting to see it. It's being used out there so well. And so the other big change that I've noticed with you guys as well is you've just opened a legal firm. So tell us a bit about that. It's really exciting for us. It kind of it's kind of born out of frustration with the conveyancing industry, to be honest. Um, I mean, there's there's really good conveyances out there, but I just felt like conveyances kept getting in the way of business. Um, I feel like a good conveyance is like a good NRL referee. If we don't talk about them at the end of the game, it's been a good game. 
you know, so yeah. we shouldn't be sitting there talking about conveyances. So it's been a passion of mine, as you know, formerly a lawyer. Um, and it was just about getting a good partnership in Sydney to get that going. And it's, it's added an extra, extra arm of services that we provide to our clients now. Um, as you know, it's all about the customer journey, Sam. And, you know, we've found something that our customers are very happy with what we're providing out there. Um, it keeps them happy, keeps us, keeps them coming back to us. And we, we're sort of part of the transaction more than ever before um, because we get a chance to speak to our clients about the issues before even solicitor sends a stupid letter saying, hey, the contract's crashing for some reason that we don't know of. So it's it's kind of changing the ball game for us out there. And we're very excited about the prospect of this law firm. Yeah, I really love what you said there about um, the analogy between a, a rugby league referee and you know, and and the legal services, because generally that that is one of the real pain points of the whole transaction is where is this up to, what's happening with this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, so amazing. And like, just uh, I mean, again, what are your hopes for that side of the business moving forward? Look, uh, it's it's kind of taking off in a in a way that we never predicted. Um, we've done very little marketing of it. It's it's growing from word of mouth. I mean, we're doing 50, 60 deals a month now through Sydney and Brisbane. Um, our goal is to go national with that firm. Um, and that's going to be dictated by the growth that we get get through naturally. Um, so pretty strong in Sydney, pretty strong in Brisbane. Um, next next frontier is obviously Victoria. So we, we're trying to grow that across. And we're trying to integrate with different firms and different agencies in the future. So it really, it's, it's something that really exhilarates me. It's uh, It's been a passion of mine and now I can do both real estate and the law firm both at the same time whilst not letting go of one thing or the other. Yeah, super, super, super creative actually. Um, Thank you. And it, it also touches on something interesting that was a topic at Connect this week where, well, it's all fresh in our minds, um, where the White family, particularly Dan, talked about growth and um, how they assess different areas to move into. So has, has, that, has that inspired you in other ways? Yeah, look, I think um, we have to go back to a lot of people have classed real estate as a – now it's, a, it's all about technology, where some groups have tasked it as it's all about the people. So my takeaway has always been like, why can't we make it about both? And that's, that's the sense I got to connect is that th those pieces are being joined now by the group. And I think other people are starting to do that as well. Uh, but then it comes down to how do you grow those things and what, what natural stages that they grow from. It's something that you're at the discovery stage first and you're at the trial stage first. And if it works, then you implement it. And then it becomes naturally becomes a part of your everyday business. So I, the life cycle that they presented was very interesting. Um, and it's something that we've sort of been trying to implement ourselves, but it's, to see someone do it on the on the much bigger stage, it was quite inspiring for us, and that's the way the industry should be going. Yeah, I don't think those two things should be mutually exclusive at all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so let's talk about Connect first because that was the most recent one. Um, you know, I, I sort of felt like the event was next level in so many ways. Like, I, I think the only other um, event in the real estate industry that sort of compares in size is probably ARIC. Um, you know, I think Alex Tilbury counted up about 3,000 agents all in the Gold Coast Convention Centre, all Ray White, all part of the family. Um, let me kick off by asking what were some of your favourite moments of, of the event? Look, there's so many takeaways from the event, really. I think um, it's, it was really nice to see our Kiwi friends there. 
Um, it was really nice to see our Indonesian friends there and the Australians. I think that the main takeaway for me is, you know, as, as an industry, and this goes back to the elite agent conference that we went through as well, things have become in the last few years so adversarial. You know, everyone's sort of like fighting with each other. I think it's great to have these events and tone it down. Um, get to know each other, get to have takeaways. The the main things of the events is not actually the speakers, is what you get after outside talking to your peers, your colleagues, getting to know each other. But there's so many takeaways. Look, I'm I'm a Kiwi at heart. So uh, I love John Key. I think he's probably been one of the best prime ministers I've seen in my time, simply because of where he took the where he got the country and where he took it to. And essentially the leadership um, aspects are very enticing for me. And just to see him break it down to such a simple concept um, that he does. It's, you know, it was, um, it's very motivational to see that where he's come from and how he approaches leadership. I think we overcomplicate things sometimes. Um, we have to be sit down and say, oh, these, these are the things that are going to go wrong. These are the things we don't have control of. So let's just go with the flow sort of thing. And to, to hear that someone of that caliber who's his, who's such a high standard breaking down like that, that was kind of my highlight being a Kiwi. Uh, to see John Key presenting like that. But uh, there were so many other things. I think communication is the key as well at the moment. Um, Sam, I think we've all seen um, the sensationalism in the media, people, the sky is falling down about the market and everything else. Um, the last session at Connect was amazing about communication. Uh, I think you can be you can be a really good doctor, but if you have bad, bad side matter, you're going to kill the patient. And we're seeing that at the moment with some of the auctioneers around saying the sky is falling down. I think we have to embrace the market that we're in. Um, so the 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 communication piece was amazing for me. Is um, you know sometimes we have to just you know you deliver bad news but with a bouquet of flowers. So that's <laughs> that's that's what we got out there. And just be honest about what's happening in the world, right? Without saying the sky's falling down. So I think we had to tone down the rhetoric a bit. So that the conference certainly did that. It was it was very motivational for us. Yeah, I loved, um, actually on day two, I loved, I think it was, she was another Kiwi, Lisa O'Neill. Um, and, and I did try, she said, you know, she said, stop frowning. Um, if, if you find yourself frowning, stick a pen in your mouth and, um, you know, like that means that you, the corners of your mouth are naturally going to turn up instead of down. And she sort of talked about how people buy into your energy and, and all that sort of thing. And I, I just, you know, like, I, I don't know, I haven't, I've never met a Kiwi I haven't liked. <laughs> um, <laughs> like everyone just seems so positive and, and, and effervescent and stuff like that. And I thought her message was, messages were incredible, but I don't know about you, but what really brought some of these messages home to me was listening to both um, Sam Bloom and also to um, the Al Qaeda hostage. Yes. I can't think of his, was it Steve McGowan? Definitely McGowan. I remember that. But, um, you know, I think that they both, um, you know, gave everyone a whole lot of perspective on, yes, the market might be changing at the moment, but you know, while there's still breath in you, things can always get better. Oh, 100%, 100%. And that's the thing. I think we as professionals in the real estate industry, now's our moment to showcase our professionalism, to showcase our wares. I think we shouldn't be afraid of what's happening out there. This is the moment that we actually justify our fears, justify all the training that we've done in the last four, five, six, ten years, whatever, however long you've been in industry. Um, we, we exist for that reason now. You know, everything was so easy the last few months. But this is the time for us to showcase what we really are. So I think the message was very clear. It's just you have to embrace what's out there. 
Yeah. And I think you guys were privy to like a listing presentation showdown at the event as well between some of the top listers in the rate, like, you know, Maddie Lancashire and people like that. Um, did did you see that session and what did yeah, you learn did. from it? I did. Look, I, I've been lucky enough to spend a lot of time with Josh Teslin over the last few years and um, that session was another level from him. I think uh, getting thrown with live objections in front of nine, I think 900 people attended that session facilitated by Tim Snell. Um, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. And you had Maddie Lancashire there um, being thrown all the curly questions as well. So it's, it was great to see all these big performers uh, perform in front of 900 people and handle all the objections and, and showcase what they do as a listing agent. And everyone was so different. Like Maddie was more concentrated on selling newspaper marketing while Josh pretty much acted like he's got the business, when are we ready to go? So I think it was really great for the agents in the Ray White Network to see these high performers operating live in front of them and handling those objections. It was a bit of fun as well. Um, so that was, it was a really good time. It was a really good time. I can't imagine a session with Josh Teslin not being fun. Like I, I remember um, I remember he and I doing a bit of a role play once and he always ends up with handing you the pen, like, you know, because I yeah. think a lot of people just, they put in the hard work in the beginning, but then they forget to actually ask for the order, which, you know, yeah. Josh doesn't, Josh never makes that mistake. No, hundred percent. And you know, he's got, a, he's got a lot of competitors just charge very low fees. I think there's one in his area that does 1% and he told, he told the, the vendor at the listing table that 1% was even too much for them. So, you know, he knows how to, how to handle those things. So no, it was, it was very exciting and entertaining at the same time. So that's one of the things about the conference is that it was substantive, but it was fun. Yeah. So speaking about top performers, like we've just talked about Josh Teslin and he basically um, at the international awards. So there was a few, a few like evening functions, which you guys had to survive, like, but <laughs> by the end of it, it is a bit of a game of survivor by, you know, balancing, you know, being bright and chirpy for the conference sessions and having a good time in the evening. But um yeah, so Josh Josh pretty much swept all the awards. Um, and then your mate Vivian Yap, who was at our conference as well, she came second. Um, who among the top performers that were there do, do you really admire, do you really look up to? Look, uh, I, I think I, I made a post about Ray White Ramiera. Um, as you know, Megan, Megan has done a lot for me over the last four and a half years. She's been a bit of a mentor for me when – with COVID as well, you know, it's, we haven't been able to fly, but we've done a few Zooms. And it was it was exciting to see them win eight years in a row. Nick Lias, um, who's kind of like a 2IC, was in the room as well. So they've really motivated me the way they've done business, the way they've, with class and grace, they stayed at the top. Um, it's something that I've looked at as a principle in terms of leadership aspect. Uh, but Josh and Vivian, as you know, we all know them, but um, they they just so much class, you know. Um, they, they appreciate each other. They congratulated each other. And it was nice to see like, uh, you know, they competing in, in the right manner and the right way. They're both so different, but both so determined. And there's so much to learn from me, from both of them. But, um, the way they've carried themselves, it's, it's, it's amazing to see what they're doing out there. Not just for Raywa, but the industry as well. I think we need to move to that way. They both compete hard, but they're very fair and, Sam, the, the thing that people don't realize about them, they're, they're the most giving individuals you'll ever meet. They've always got time for everyone to help them, to support them. You know, they're always chirpy, always happy. There's no ego. They're so humble. Um, so, you know, Romero was one of my takeaways. Josh is always, you know, up there and so is Viv. Uh, but it's it's nice to have those people that carry the mantle for the, for the industry. 
that do it with class and grace and changing the rhetoric of the industry as well. You know, we don't have to be out there killing each other. We can still, at the end of the day, have a drink, get along, you know, be happy, be friends. Um, I think that's the message we need to send out there because there's a huge trust deficit in the industry uh, with real estate agents and clients. And we need people like that to fix it for us. Yeah, absolutely. Can we talk a little bit about the white party, the night of white? Do we need to? No. <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it a case no. of what goes on tour stays on tour? Oh, no. Look, I think uh, we all knew it was going to be extravagant, but none of us knew it was going to be that extravagant. I think when we walked, walked in there, we were all blown away uh, at the level of organization and the creativity. And, and you know, just you, you can't throw a party for 2,600 people. Like, it's just the way they did it. I mean, it's, it was the size of Sunfield Stadium or Sydney Football Stadium, right? Like, it was that big. Um, there was everything they can eat. I think there was 15 bars, 13 food stations, six DJs. Everything was there. And um, I think we were, we were chatting at the party. We were both amazed. There's two big white chickens. I mean, we didn't know why they were there, but, but they were there. <laughs> the chickens had to get a mention. Chickens, chickens had to get a mention. I think that was a meeting spot for everyone. Everyone's like, where are you? Like, meet at the white chicken. I'm by the chicken, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, no, it was a great way to end things. And, um, you know, it's uh, the connect function is it's more like the Olympics for Ray White, isn't it? You know, it's like the, the penultimate event after every four years. We get together. We get to and meet each other again and compete again um, and see our best performance. So, um, you know, it was, it was really a classy event. Yeah, I, th- I thought so too. And I, and I did love the chickens. And um, even though Alex Tilbury sort of, you know, made me wear white, which is something, you know, thankfully I'm back in black today. <laughs> um, <laughs> scared of, scared of spilling something on myself the whole night. But, um, but, but what a fantastic night and what a fantastic event. And um, our team, for those of you listening that um, are not perhaps part of Ray White, our team took notes uh, on day one and day two, and you can find those on eliteagent.com and we'll also leave links in the show notes. There you go. So um, moving on, Elite Retreat. So this <laughs> Elite Retreat seems like it was a year ago now. It even does, doesn't it? Yeah. A couple of weeks ago. Um, so a much smaller event on a much smaller scale. Um, what were some of the key insights that you picked up from from our event? I think the event is such like sometimes we go to real estate conferences. I think the Elite Retreat was it was not as much of a real estate conference. It was more about your mindset, your goal setting, um, you know, um, just toning down the rhetoric as well. I think the the conversations are different in the in the room when you're surrounded by a Haley Van Der Van or a Charles Higgins or the the owners of Nelson Alexander. It's it's a different conversation to get all those people in the room. Like I said, the frustrating thing about the the industry has been the the combative nature of it. I think the retreat was really good to set a rhetoric, set set a tone to say, hey, let's think about how we're we doing business. Let's think about what your goals are. Let's can we do business in a better way? And I think um, I think Dr. Jason Fox, who led most of the discussions, was amazing in that regard. Um, you know, that my takeaway was that we can do things in a different way. Um, we can learn from each other. Uh, we can go back and set goals, go back and reset our ambitions and everything else. And um, you know, it was it was really nice to be surrounded by top performers, not just from Ray White, but from the entire industry. Um, you know, we talk about all the big agencies that have 30, 40% market share, but in, in in true sense, the market's led by independents. Um, you know, they, they own 60, 70% of the market across Australia. 
to be able to be in the room to talk to them, to learn from them, you know, to sit there, tell them what our goals are, what they've done, and to have facilitators like Steve and Dr. Jason Fox leading those discussions was was uh, really enlightening and motivational for all of us. Amazing. Did did you have a favourite session? <sighs> Look, I don't know if there's one session that stood out, but, um, you know, I always like Steve. I think the start of it, um, I think th- th- this piece about technology in real estate was very interesting for me. Um, that's something I'm passionate about. Uh, but yeah, Dr. Jason Fox was something that, you know, I've, I've actually took down the names of the books that he told me to read. So he was, he really motivated me. Um, so yeah, those are, those are the things that like I sort of took away from it. And there was a little bit of entertainment on the second day, as you know. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, actually I've just, um, we just recorded an episode with Steve Carroll and Matt LaHood, but yeah. they didn't mention the V word that got mentioned a lot on day one. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, so, let's not, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But what goes on tour stays on tour. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No, it was um, look. Um, I think I think people need to realize that you, we need to we need to learn of each other. Um, we need to we need to be surrounded by. If you're surrounded by those people, you know you're never going to fail in life. And that's what the retreat allowed us to do is to be surrounded by the top performers. I mean, I remember uh, I've been chatting to Michael Choi for a long time on social media, um, and the first time we actually met was on the dance floor at the at the yacht club. So you know, it's it's it brings the different people into light and. Um, so yeah, my favorite moment is just just really to meet all these high performers, and being facilitated by by the likes of Dr. Fox was was insane for me. Like um, you know, it gets to reset my goals and ambitions. You, Sam, the thing is, I was telling um, I think I was telling Haley is that you think you're doing okay, right? And then you're sitting at a table with Nelson Alexander that have fifteen thousand managements and doing all these things, and you're like, okay, I need to like really start thinking about where I'm doing what I'm doing with my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so it takes you takes you to another level of conversation in your own mind. I think that one was probably a little highlight for me was seeing James dancing with Maz on stage to <laughs> never going to give you up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think um, I think that one that one was a, that one was a real highlight for me. Yes. At the end of the event, there's this there's this tool that we use, and um, I have to give them a bit of a shout out. It's called Future Me. Um, and it's it's run by Tom Ainsworth and, and a, a couple of the other guys at uh, XREA, and basically um, you can write yourself a letter um, in the future that will be sent to you, you know, in three months' time or something like that. So, you know, like what happens at a lot of conferences is we sit there and listen to a whole lot of stuff, but you know, we get home and the busy gets in the way, and that's a lot of what uh, Dr. Fox's messages were about. So we sort of thought we'd add this future me component where everyone got to write themselves a letter um, to be delivered into the future. Did did you end up doing that? No, unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't end up doing the letter because I had to go to another call. So that's the only that's the only bit that I missed. Um, but you know, I I go away to these conferences and I come back with a lot of things. Uh, my team, my leadership team, absolutely hates me going because I come back and I give them 10, 20 things to change all the time. But no, I didn't, I didn't get to the app, Sam. Sorry on that one, but yeah. So, yeah. So is there something that you would have written to yourself if, if you did, like what, what, what would you implement? My thing is that I need to, I need to really think about my goal setting and business plans. So I've been sitting right there doing it myself. Um, so what I've decided to implement, I'm going to sit down with, you know, people who've done it for four, five, 10 years 
and say, hey, can you sit down and do this with me? Because I think that I'm maybe aiming too high or having my ambitions are too broad. I think that's the sense that I got that I need to, to change about my future is that where am I going? And I need to be my, guided by better people in terms of where I'm going because at the moment I'm just speaking to the mirror about where my future lies. You know? um, so that, that was my main takeaway um, about what I'm doing as well in terms of you know, taking, taking a bit, better sense of where I'm come from, where I want to go, uh, changing it up a bit and talking to more proven performers about where I should be going. Um, so that was my main takeaway as to where my future lies, really. Can you ever aim too high, though? Well, Brian White always says there's no finish line. Um, but I think um, if we have goals, it needs to be – you need to have some specific measurements about how you're going to get there. It's good to have goals, but you need to be execute as well. So execution is a big big key. Can we execute it, the goals that we've just put in front of us? Um, and sometimes we can, but we just don't know how to. So. We have to reach out to people who have done it as well. The thing about the one of the things is that you learn from people that at the retreat that you don't have to reinvent the wheel at all. Everyone's already done what you want to do. Um, you know, so you take a sense of sit down with them and say, how did you actually get there? How did you get to 15,000 landlords in seven years? You know, um, that's one of the takeaways that I have to sort of sit down and say, hey, let's change this up now. Yeah. Definitely some um some good people to bounce off yeah. in the industry and and so happy that you know that the people that were there are so willing to share like you know there's something that sort of gobsmacks me every time at um you know when you talk to the right people how willing they are to just help and um you know lift everyone else up. Well, there's a saying about the the best leaders in our industry are so happy to create more leaders. And it was true from the elite agent retreat that that's, that's on showcase, you know, um, they're willing to share, they're willing to help you. I think there's a sense that people want to give back now. Um, and that's, that's what the conference sort of showed me is that, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to them because they all want to give back to the industry that's given so much to them. Um, so that, that's, that's a real takeaway for me. And other than perhaps a big lie down, which is something that I'm looking forward to <laughs> for a couple of days at least, um, what what's in what's in store for the future? Have you sort of thought about you know like what's next for Ray White AKG? Yeah, look, we we have a very specific goal. So we want we started off being what, wanting to be number one in our region in Logan, which we are now. Then we said let's go Brisbane South. We want to be number one in Brisbane South, which we are now. So we want to be the best agency in Queensland. That's our goal. And we're chasing some really, really good performers in, you know, in the Gold Coast area and the Cleveland area. Uh, how do we get there in terms of we need productivity growth, we need more agents, um, and how do we um, build, a, build more leaders in our business? How do we make sure all our team is making money, having fun, and looking after our clients? So our goal, we're, we're ambitious in the, in the fact that we want to be the best not the biggest, but the best agency in Queensland. That's where we're going. And um, I'm sure that we'll get there one day. It's just it's just a matter of when. Uh, we, I think we have most of the right people to get us there. So, so um, yeah, we're very ambitious. And we, Sam, as you know, we're trying to build an ecosystem. So we're not just about real estate. We're about a law firm. We're about brokerage. Um, we've got a VA company in the Philippines as well that helps all our marketing and all our staff. So, um, yeah, we're very ambitious about our future. But I think today is all about taking the kids to ECA. And then, then starting back again on Friday. Yeah, amazing. Well, um, actually, well, this is the first year of ECA in um in in a, a while now. So, um, I still I still haven't been there. 
I'm going to have to go. going to have to go. But um, I want to thank you for joining us on the podcast today. And um, definitely after six days of conferencing and things like that, you're definitely going to want to go and let your hair down with the kids at ECA. If, if there was one thing or one tip or one piece of advice that you'd like to leave everyone with, what would it be? I think just enjoy yourself. Honestly, um, and stop listening to all the naysayers in the industry at the moment. Um, everyone's trying to be relevant out there. Uh, this is the best market we've still – market's gone up by 30% in the last two years. It's come back down by 10%. No one's losing money. No one's selling for less. Um, just embrace what we have out there and just be grateful. Just show your wares now. It's time for us to show that we're really good real estate agents and you know, stop listening to all the negative people saying, oh, I had one out of – one out of 12 auctions sold at the moment, like all that crap that's going on, just turn it off. Uh, the market's still great. Just enjoy it and, you know, just help your people and make money. So it's a very simplistic equation out there. The sky's not falling down, guys. Yeah. Don't <laughs> overcomplicate it. No. Absolutely. Avi Khan, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Elevate Podcast. With thanks to connectnow.com.au. Don't forget to get access to all of Elite Agent's premium resources, including a detailed episode guide for this podcast. Visit joineliteagent.com.